welcome to livealittlehigher.com. Next week, we will uh, celebrate our, our Festival of Freedom, Pesach, on the 15th of Nisan. And we will all be sitting around our Seder tables with our loved ones, family, friends. Maybe you're in Nepal, in India, somewhere around the world in a Chabad house or somewhere else. But most Jewish people sit on a Seder uh, table. It's a very important holiday in the Jewish religion. Uh, we're commemorating our freedom, our freedom from slavery, from our bondage of Mitzrayim, of Egypt. And um, we're sitting at that table celebrating freedom. So what does freedom really mean? Freedom from what? Like we were slaves in Egypt to Pharaoh, but nowadays I don't see that we're uh, freer. We're slaves to our iPhones, to our computers, to Facebook, to addictions, to our jobs, to toxic relationships, and we're not free. So Pesach really is a festival in which we are celebrating something that is very relevant to us today as it was 3,500 years ago. And to be truly free, we need to let go of all these attachments that don't let us be ourselves. Real freedom is to connect to Hashem and to live by His will. As crazy as it sounds, maybe you would say, okay, but if I'm not gonna, if I'm gonna be a slave to God, then I'm not free at all. And in a certain way, you're right. Many people see that a person that follows Torah is a person that is very limited. He cannot dress the way he wants. He cannot eat whatever he wants. On Shabbat, he cannot ride a car. He cannot do this. He cannot do that. So you might think that religion is something that limits a person and it doesn't allow him to be who he really is. There's no personal expression in religion because we're bounded by all these laws. But in reality, if you look at your life, in which you are a godly soul and you are an animal soul and you have a body, then in reality, when you let go of the body and the animal soul and you connect to your godly soul, that's when you come to be really free. Because your godly soul is mamish, it's a piece of God inside of you. It's an emanation of Hashem. So whatever Hashem wants from you is what this soul wants really in, in his life. He wants only to do what God wants him to do. Why? Because he is a piece of Hashem. So when you connect to that part of you and you live your life according to your godly neshama, that's when you become truly free because then you're not bounded by all the externalities of life that grab you and make you a slave of, of the mundane. Then you become free because you become a spiritual being in this mundane world. So in this um, festival, when we're in the middle of the, of the Haggadah, there's a very interesting thing. It talks about four children. And in reality, Pesach is about the children. The most important thing in the, in the whole Pesach table are the children. And parents should really make an effort to make the Seder something that is relevant for their kids, something that is fun for them, in which they're gonna be happy to see, to sit there, they're gonna be excited, and they want to ask, they want to participate, and it's all about the children. And not only about the, the children of the house, but also about our inner child. So there's four children in the Agada. There is a wise child, there's a wicked child, there's a simple child and there's a child that doesn't know how to ask. 
And these four children are in our Haggadah, and each one has different questions about what's going on that night. And um, it's very interesting because you put the wise with the wicked right next to him, and then you go slower into the person that is simple and then the other one that doesn't even know how to ask. So we know here that the wise child and the wicked child are both intelligent kids. They're knowledgeable, they're not stupid, they're children that have knowledge, they're not ignorant, they know what they're asking. And um, But one is going to the right and the other one is going to the left. So one is a wise child that understands Hashem, that he's completely aware of God's existence, and he's not a rebel kid. He wants to know more. He's hungry for knowledge and understanding. And um, the wicked child is a child that is a little rebellious. He wants to put the father to the test. He wants to understand why things are the way they are. He doesn't get it so easily, and uh, he wants to go the other way. Then you have a simple child, which is a child that doesn't need a lot of information. He's connected to Hashem. He's okay with the status quo. He's fine. He's happy as he is. And then you have a child that doesn't know how to ask. This is a child that is an ignorant child. And it's a shame to open his mouth. And maybe people are going to look at him and say, oh, what a stupid question. So we see all these children interacting in the Pesach Seder. We see that the, the, the wise child asks the father what are the testimonies, the statutes, and the laws that God our God has commanded to you. And the father answers back, uh, explaining to him all the laws of Passover. He explains the whole Haggadah to his child, up to an, uh, uh, till he explains the final law that after we do Hallel and we bench and we drink the last cup of wine, and we eat the afikoman, then we cannot even have dessert after this. And, um, and uh, we should keep the taste of the Paschal offering in our mouths. So here this father is explaining the, to the child that there are three types of laws in the Torah. There's the hukim, which are laws that are supra-rational. He explains to the son that there's edot, that these are the, sh the, the, the laws that we keep because there are traditions like Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, the Passover, nobody questions this. And then there's the Mishpatim that are the, the civil laws, that ones that we can come to comprehend and they make sense. So this wise child uh, has this beautiful interaction with his father. The, his the father is proud of him. He wants to, to explain it to him and he's very proud of him. Then comes the wicked child which I would say is a little, is the most um, complicated one of all, because this is a child that really is not interested. He doesn't want to be part of the Seder. He's there, but he doesn't want to be part of it. And this wicked child, he asked the father, whatever for is this work of yours, this work of yours, he's talking about you. It's, it's like he has nothing to do with, the, with Pesach. And he wants not to be part of it. And the father answered, this is because of what God did for me, replies the father in kind, because Hashem took me out of Egypt. This is why we do this whole dinner. Your mother has been cleaning the house for days and weeks and koshering and cooking all this delicious food. It's because we're remembering who took us out of Egypt and when we left. So the father answers the child also, had he 
had you been there, had you been in the times of Egypt, you would not have been redeemed. And we see that this answer is a little bit harsh. Like imagine telling your kid, you know what, if you would have been there, God wouldn't have taken you out of there or he wouldn't have helped you. That's harsh for a child. But listen to the wording, it's very precise. He says, if you would have been there, he's not talking about now, he's talking about the past, he's talking about Egypt, you would have not been redeemed. So what happened in those days? Only one of every five Jewish people came out of Egypt. 80% of Jews were stuck in Egypt. They didn't leave Egypt and they died in the plague of darkness and they never came out. And what the father is saying is that the Torah was not given then. And there were Jews that were scared to go out. They didn't feel they were, they, they didn't trust God. They didn't trust him. So it's about a, a, a question of trust, of faith. And he's telling the son, but you're not there right now. You're not in Egypt, you're here. So today we are in the year 5,778 of the Jewish calendar, 2018 of the, of the secular calendar, and you're here, you're home, you're wherever you are, in America, in Israel, in Latin America, wherever you are, you're in a table, free, eating food, and celebrating Pesach. So this does not apply to you because you were not there. You're here. And this is now. And the Torah was, has already been given to us, and we already know about the Torah. We know what Hashem wants from us. So it doesn't apply. The question doesn't apply to you. You have to be a person of this age. You have to be a person that understands that God, what God wants from you. And this is what the father is answering this child. So from here we learn that we don't ever give up on anybody, no matter how rebellious they are. We should always try to include them and to teach them and to be patient with them and to love them and make them see that they're a Jew because they're a Jew because they're a Jew. You can run away from, your, uh, from who you are, from your essence, but at the end of the day, it's gonna catch up with you. It's never gonna leave you. You can go up to college and make yourself that you're not a Jew and live a non-Jewish existence, but then there comes this anti-Semite in your class and he's gonna point his finger at you and says, you're a Jew. You're a Jew and I hate Jews. So no matter where you hide, a Jew is a Jew because a Jew is a Jew. And a person that is born a Jew will die a Jew. There's no way that he's gonna get rid of his Jewishness. So this is what the father is telling this child. To the simple child, who can manage only a lame question where he asks, what is this? The father responds with an appropriately elementary explanation of the night significance. So he explains to a child, this is Pesach, we came out of Egypt. He explains it to him with love. And this simple child can be simple either because he's ignorant, he doesn't have a, a lot of education, he doesn't know a lot about Judaism. It's not because he doesn't want to be part of it. It's because he's simple. He doesn't know a lot. The, the Alter Rev explains maybe this child is not so simple. Maybe he is so connected to Hashem. He has such a faith in God that he really doesn't need to ask a lot of questions because he knows the truth. He knows there's one God and he's okay with everything. So this can be this child. And then we have the fourth child who is this son does, that doesn't even know how to ask. So what do you do with a child that doesn't know how to ask? You initiate. You're the one that asks, asks him the question. You're the ones that puts him to think. Maybe this child is too young to ask, or it can be a child that is ashamed to ask. 
that maybe if he sees these these intellectual people discussing things in the table, he'll say, okay, if I open my mouth, I'm gonna look stupid. And he's scared to ask, he's bashful, he's, um, he, do, he, he, he feels bad about it. So what do you do with a person like that, that sits in your table, never talks, he's quiet, and, he's, and gets red in his face? Then you, you're the one that initiates with this person. You ask him, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? How would have you felt about this? And you're the one that initiates with this child and you put him into com conversation and you include him in the table. So we see these four children in reality, they can be little kids that are in our table and they can be each one of us. Each one of us has a wise child in us, has a person that is inquisitive, is thirsty for knowledge. We all want to learn, we all want to know, we understand wisdom means to know where the birth begins. When you see when something happens, you know what this is gonna lead to. When you can see if this happens, I can see this is gonna happen and this is gonna happen, cause and effect. If I do this, this will come to me. This is a wise person, the person that can see the, the beginning and the end of, of an action. And then you can be also a wicked person inside. It means a person that doesn't want to be part of Hashem's world is rebellious. We don't want to. No, I prefer to live my life on my own. I don't want anybody telling me what to do. I don't want to do this. I want to do it my way. You know, even religious people, sometimes they keep the alaha, the, the comfortable way for them. I, 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 and they look the other way around. They want to do it their way. Not how Hashem wants them to do it. And then you have a simple person, a simple Jew that is that doesn't ask a lot it's that part of you that you're okay with things that you don't need to question and you don't need to get into a fight about anything you're okay with it with what Hashem wants from you and we all have this these four personalities inside of us and then sometimes we don't want to even ask we maybe you, we don't want to listen to the answer we maybe we become ignorant maybe you know ignorance is please if we don't know, then we, we don't have a responsibility. So we all have these four children inside of us, four personalities, four ways of being. And Pesach comes and he starts questioning us and it starts putting us in the table and opening the books for us and teaching us about life and about look where you were, look where you're now don't forget who you were. You were slaves in Egypt and look what Hashem did for you. See where you are right now. You're in a, in a king's table. Be grateful. Acknowledge the good that Hashem has done for you and, and become humble and reconnect to God. And this is really the message of Pesach is for us to know where we're coming from, where we're going, never forgetting who we are. To, and for that, we need humbleness. That's why we eat matzah. I mean, matzah is the humble, humble bread. It, it brings us to a place where we can receive uh, from God and want to do what Hashem wants from us. And uh, the Rebbe used to say that there's a fifth child in these days, in this generation, which is a child that is not even in the Seder plate, uh, in the Seder table. And this child, we have really to get out and look for this child. If you know of any Jew, that is not celebrating Pesach, that is not in a, in, a, in a Seder, look for him, bring him to your home, open your home for them and teach them and bring them and 
show them the beauty of Judaism. So I want to wish you a Hatsamea. You should have a beautiful, beautiful Pesach, a kosher and happy and, um, and uh, infuse yourself with the love of God and live a life that is worth living. Remember, you're in this world for a reason. Hashem needs you. So connect to that and live a little higher. Thank you.